Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And this week, we're joined by yet another special guest, and that's John from the G5 Beat. How's it going, John? Going well, guys. How's it going? Um, thank you so much for having me on, and I'm just ready to talk some football. Yeah. Ready to watch some football, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> We've been talking about football for a long time here. Let's yeah. hopefully yeah. we'll actually get to watch some relatively soon. I got to watch some football today at Real Madrid. That's not football. That's soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Come Boo. on, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, John, with the G5 beat, tell me uh, what it is that uh, y'all do over there. Yeah. So uh, my co-host Josh and I just, you know, talk about the group of five, um, you know, college football. Um, this is something that last year. Right around this time, we decided that we wanted to start a podcast on talking about G5 football. I mean, you know, there's already a bunch of great podcasts devoted to G5 football, but we just, you know, wanted to add ours in there and give our insight on Group of Five football. And, you know, we've done it for over a year now and we enjoy it. And yeah, that's that's it. And that, that's why y'all started, because you kind of just thought, hey, this would be fun to do. Yeah. And I mean, we both actually graduated from the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. So um, we're Alabama grads, but I um, grew up going to UAB games, diehard UAB fan. So, you know, I grew up with, you know, Conference USA and just always liked um, Group of Five football. So, you know. So if I have this understood correctly, you went to a powerhouse school with a powerhouse program, and yet you stuck to your guns and have remained a UAB Blazer. Yes. I am um, impressed. I am impressed. That, that's, yeah. I cannot that's, believe that's like that. The, that's like the opposite. Yeah, that's of like the happened. opposite of all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I grew up a huge LSU fan, but then I went to tech and was like, you know what? Screw LSU. And Nathan, the same way I know, cause we're both yeah. from Southeast Louisiana, but yeah, that's, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought you went to UAB. Did you not go there at all? No, I graduated wow. Alabama. Yeah. That's I mean, cool, I grew man. up in Birmingham. So, I mean, I really just wanted to go to Tuscaloosa to kind of get away a little bit, not too far away, just about, you know, hour, hour and a half away. But that's actually why I chose to go to Alabama was to get away from Birmingham. But you know, I still love my Blazers, man. That, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I I thought that. I mean, I you know, from listening to your show, I knew that you were a UAB fan, and we won't hold it against you too much. But we've had more UAB fans as guests on the show than we have other tech fans. I think so. That's, I think so. You know, maybe that says something about us. I don't know. Inferiority <laughs> complex. Well, not to rub it in or anything, but if you listen really closely, you can hear Tucker dropping that ball. Wow. Oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Get him out of here. Kick him out. Yeah, well, uh, how do you pick someone out of a Discord call? Stop yeah. recording this. With the chair, Nash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that but, was actually oh, that was Ben Cagle. That was Ben Cagle on the line. Yeah. <laughs> what so, so we don't need to remind you who has the all-time most wins against the other program? Uh, or For now. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, hey, we only got two more years of this. We're going to yeah, hold on to seriously. the all-time wins. What, what a really specific, perfect tear down roast that was that was a very <laughs> you knew exactly what would be the achilles tendon in this and you went for it and i applaud yeah. i applaud it yep I, yeah i put it all on the table guys all on the table yeah. <laughs> well beyond the uab-ness of it all you may be wondering why we have a g5 podcaster on the show and you may think it's to talk about realignment or whatever and so right now to 100 say there will be no realignment talk on the show because it's been done so much the past few weeks Yikes. No more. Every possible scenario has been done. Let's just not do that. All right. No more. <laughs> but, make but wait, what if never mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was that was probably the first good one that there's been. <laughs> but yeah, so let's talk about 
one thing that did come out this past week, ESPN put out a list of uh, tiers for G5 coaching. The idea is that they would rank each program in the G5 and say which one is a tier one destination, tier two, tier three, all the way to tier five. I guess I just could have said four and not all the way to five, but whatever. And talk about where tech lines up in there and whether or not we agree that tech is at that level or other schools that may be ahead or below of us. Seems like a good thing to talk about when we have nothing else really to do right now. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we know that Matt and John have not read this piece all the way through, so we thought it might be fun if we, you know, we say, okay, tier one is defined as they've got great financial backing, support staffs and facilities. They don't have a lot of barriers uh, as far as recruiting. They win their league titles regularly, and then they're regularly in New York uh, New Year's Six Bowl games. They have strong fan support. So there's four schools that that get this. I think there's at least, I mean, to John, he, he'll he probably be able to get all of them. I kind of singled out one of these that's super obvious to me. Hold the other three are. There's only four schools considered tier one in G5? Yeah. According to ESPN, yeah. Wow, okay. Do you want to try to guess which ones are Oh, right? Jesus. Uh, or for tier one? Four schools. Let's have Matt go first. Well, this I mean, you got to do, oh, okay, yeah. Or you can both, you can both yeah. go at the same time. I, that's... Just I just want to see Matt here. guess like Old Dominion or something. <laughs> no, I certainly wasn't going to guess Old Dominion. I don't really know who could be consider, considered a stalwart. Is UCF one of them? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I figured UCF yeah. would probably do one. Yeah. And Boise State, too. Yeah, yeah, those are the two obvious ones to me. Yeah. Is UCF and Boise State. For sure. Um, oh, God. In Memphis? Nope. Uh, I Memphis, Memphis is tier two, but I, but I could see uh, that. And they're actually listed as – so ESPN gave a best chance to move up. Sure. And so Memphis They've is listed as the Tier yeah. 2 team um, okay. that's listed as as most likely to become a Tier 1 team. And I was going to say they have to because they've been pretty good. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought they might be one too. And uh, one more major city. Well, Cincinnati's not major. It's gross and nasty. I mean, but uh... <laughs> They have bad chili. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't put nutmeg in your chili. That's that's my take. I'm just I not know a... it was your take last week too. So <laughs> uh, did I say that last week? I don't know. Like a couple weeks ago. This I man, like nutmeg and I like chili, but come on. Not a fan of Cincinnati chili. Um, <laughs> is uh, it an American school? Team? Yes. Okay. AAC. Oh man, I was gonna say Boise State. You already that was the. <laughs> yeah, we got that one. Sorry, I'm, Boise State I'm, twice. <laughs> I'm I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if I had to guess, it would probably have to be either like maybe South Florida or Houston. Maybe it's Houston. Yeah, yeah. Houston. Houston. Yeah. Okay. Houston is a city. It is a city. Those schools have been like in the top fifteen regularly, top ten even at times. So like that that makes sense. I I kind of took a, a little bit of a gripe with UCF because while they've been incredible for the last maybe four years before right. that they went oh and 12 twice in a row or didn't they something like that they were very bad so, for a while yeah so i mean bad. but i i agree that if we're going by the last four years they are absolutely i would even say the number one team in g5 um sure yeah, over incredible. that span but but can we pump the brakes on that claiming the national title no i'm all for it if you do it oh, if ucf <laughs> played alabama's third string they'd lose that's that, no. It's just, I don't agree with that. First no, string, I, 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 I well, they beat Auburn, so I mean, yeah, they beat Auburn. Beat Auburn Auburn's first Auburn. string. <laughs> oh, Auburn's a joke anyway. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, UCF claiming that national title was ridiculous. It's like me. Well, I can I can claim stuff that I haven't done. <laughs> I'm a, have I'm you a, won twelve straight football games? <laughs> no, I have not. But I could say, have you ever won a football game? <laughs> uh, I won one hand touch game in seventh grade. 
Okay, that's enough. Oh man, that's, that's... yeah. Okay, never. Mind. Yeah. I bow down. You D- you deserve <laughs> the national title. And All D- right. So moving on. Tier two. I'll just I'll just list the schools here in tier two, um, and and get you guys thoughts on them. We got BYU. Uh, okay. Or wait, I didn't define what tier two means. It's solid footing as far as finances, facilities, and support. Access to good regional recruiting areas. Competes often for league championships. Regularly makes bowls and occasionally challenge for New Year's Six and has some history of winning against Power Five with a solid local or regional fan base. My God, how much criterion does there need to be? (laughs) Well, basically, they're not not like necessarily the next candidate for P5 expansion, but they're they're very, very solid programs. So we've got BYU, Memphis, Navy, San Diego State, SMU, South Florida, and Temple. So see, pretty much to me, most of the rest of the Americans, seems like. To me, BYU is not a G5. I mean, I, I, that might just be me, but I've always associated them with, like, Notre Dame. Like, you know, just well, yeah, they're, they're independent, so they're technically right. not G5, right? So, but I, that's, I, not, I don't know. that's not even the problem I have with it. Like, I, I agree, BYU, Memphis, Navy, South Florida, but to me, San Diego State, SMU, and Temple are, are yeah. a tier lower than the rest of them. Yeah, it's, yeah. especially Temple. <laughs> Well, I, I, to me, it's especially SMU. Yeah, they, they, SMU was the one I had the biggest. Yeah. Do, do you people do you people not remember the Pony Express in the 1980s? I remember the fact that it took place in the 1980s, and it's 2020. Do we? And they got the death penalty. They did get the death penalty. But the Pony Express—that's such a perfect. You know what? For that nickname alone, because that is an incredible <laughs> nickname. So, so you're saying that the tier two jobs should be solid footing with finances, facilities, and support, access to good regional recruiting areas, competes often for league championships, regularly makes bowl games, and occasionally challenges for the New York Six. Some history of winning against the P5, and also might be known as the Pony. Express. No, what I'm saying also is also had a baller nickname 35 years ago what i'm saying is nix the rest of the criteria and only make it solely based <laughs> on the fact that they had eric dicker in the 1980 but that's it that's enough for me i guess i'll give I'll you smu then but that's still at least san diego state and temple okay yeah i don't agree with that. that's that's just that's just yeah. shoddy that's just what's shoddy. your take on all this john as somebody who actually pays more attention to the whole <laughs> g5 than we do yeah, please yeah i mean I've, I've got a gripe with smu and byu for sure but I mean, I don't have a problem with uh, San Diego State, Temple, um, or South Florida, really. I mean, interesting. I guess I think, a- I think with some of them, they're going more. They're doing that classic, like, well, we're in a big market, right? Like SMU's I in think, Dallas, yeah, so that's sure. a recruiting hotbed. Yeah. But like Dallas is getting recruited by TCU and Texas and Texas A&M and Oklahoma and Louisiana Tech for crying out loud. Like it's to a far it's not like state. SMU dominates Dallas, right? Like so. <laughs> They're they're what like the maybe fifth or sixth choice for a kid from oh, Dallas man. when it comes to uh, like staying local and playing football. Listen, I don't know. I, I think who has the strongest foothold in recruiting out of the DFW is Oklahoma. Probably SMU. SMU is probably a fifth or sixth choice for a a recruit coming out of the DFW. Yeah. So I I mean for me I, it's just like SMU had one good year last year and now they're all of a sudden in the second tier. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't buy it. Yeah. Uh, neither yeah. Do I. I'm, I'm not buying it either. Yeah, they do not, have pretty dope that, that logo with the D and the uh, Mustang on it. That was pretty cool though. I'll give them that. Evan does. And they were the called D. the pony express. So I, you know, and it's, and we haven't Thanks, gotten Matt. to tier three yet. Yeah. The, the pony express helps a lot. We haven't gotten to tier three yet. And there's a lot of schools in tier three. And so definitely not trying to make anyone guess. And so I can understand maybe there's some separation between the San Diego state SMU temples of the world. 
I guess those three schools specifically and the rest of tier three. But to me, they don't, they're not in the same category as, especially if you count BYU, a G5 school, they're not in the same category as BYU or Memphis or, or Navy or Agreed. even yeah, I mean, Florida. Agreed. Memphis, yeah. Memphis very well could have been in tier one, right? Because they've got. I really think they should be. I really think that they should be. They remember when Memphis was a CUSA school? <laughs> Long time ago. Oof, so would you pull Houston? Would you pull Houston down and put Minnesota? Or I would no, I, I may I just put five teams in there. Honestly, five. Okay. Yeah. Although Houston goes down more than Houston does. Personal opinion. Maybe I don't know. That's Houston, more of a limb, though. Since uh, since Tom Herman left, Houston hasn't been yeah. you know up in that tier one level, right? Or am I am I misremembering? I mean, I know they hate that uh, Apple White guy, but he's no longer <laughs> there too. So anyway. Um, yeah, tier three, Nathan has a ton of schools. Um, some of which are CUSA schools finally. Yeah. So rather than list all those schools, these are the schools that are conference USA. We have FAU, we have Louisiana tech, Marshall, North Texas, Southern miss. Also we have ULL and, uh, was there one more App states in there? Um, Arkansas states in there. The definition of tier three is, they have some limitations on resources, but they have enough to make bowl games consistently. Shout out Tech. Challenge for conference titles. Uh, not shout out Tech, but you know. We challenge, uh, we challenge, we challenge a couple times. Um, a restricted but decent recruiting pool of regional or national prospects. And the uh, rare New Year's Six appearance is the ceiling. So they're not a realistic yeah. candidate for power five yeah. expansion it says and uh, honestly for so i think we'll spend probably a lot of this time talking about does that definition fit tech and i think it does because rustin's small so it's not like we have a huge fan base to pull from of like regional people like john who grew up in birmingham cheering for uab right there's right. there's twenty thousand people in rustin so it's not <laughs> it's not the same right. you know but as far as like the new year six being the ceiling specifically i I don't think there's any way you could argue that because we've never tech has never made it to that level. And in 2012, we had orange bowl reps at one of our oh, games. And that's God, like the closest we that we've, that's like the closest that we've come to that. So it does feel like, like that is the ceiling. Like we're not going to be number two in the nation at any time okay. soon. Right. Um, you just had to bring it up. <laughs> he hasn't said RP Stewart yet. So it's progress. <laughs> well, have any of these other CUSA schools really vied for a New Year's Six recently? I don't think so. Southern Miss almost did um, a few oh, yeah. years back. Um, and then they you lost know, UAB to Houston, ruined right? that. Well, UAB ruined it, too. Oh, now yeah, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> now you know why he remembers. Yeah, because Houston was trying to get to a New Year's Six, too, but Southern Miss beat Houston, I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But but but, but why, why North Texas in Tier 3? I'm, I'm curious. Um, what was yeah, the... I, uh, they gave they gave Seth Luttrell a jet. I don't know. Like that one didn't make sense to me either. Yeah, that's uh, a head scratcher. I don't know why they're in tier It's the same thing that why North Texas is predicted to win the Conference USA West Division every year, and it never happened. Because I guess, is it that happens another... over and over and over again. But is it well? There's same... no Mason Fine anymore, so I mean, you can't. <laughs> Finally, got an NFL invite. But I guess it's the same syndrome of oh, they're in the DFW region. I mean, like they turned Seth Luttrell turned the program around, but like it was only four years ago that Tech was blowing them out, like <laughs> with Dixon scoring six, six touchdowns, touchdowns in one game. Like yeah. that was not that long ago, you know. So. I, I I definitely had a gripe with that one as well. Some of the other schools in here, um, you know, like, are you telling me App State and North Texas are on the same level? Like, no, no way. Yeah, that's, no way. That's ridiculous. No. Yeah. So some of the other ones, I mean, I don't know a ton about the Mac, but like Toledo's on there. I, I don't know. Where's They've Jake? been good a, 
occasionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Ak- Akron's way down in... Uh, <laughs> they probably shouldn't even be in Tier 5, honestly. But <laughs> One noticeable... Admi- or I guess not admission. One noticeable subtraction. Omission. One, something omission. That, omission. That's omission. Yeah, There's, that yeah. Worthless liberal arts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, engineering had shirts that had words spelled wrong intentionally. That's <laughs> the point of the joke. Uh, but yeah, UAB is not in tier three, which I find actually kind of interesting despite all the shit we get. And it's a lot of shit. Well, part of one, one thing I saw, I'm not sure which account it was, but one of the UAB uh, accounts that we follow on Twitter suggested maybe it was because they were going on current facilities and they, as of right now, they're still playing at Legion Field, uh, which yeah, is... That, that hurts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never personally been there, but I have driven around the outside of it and it does not look great. Well, are they, are they building a new facility for their football team? Oh, yeah, they're... They're building a new yeah. stadium. Oh, that's going to be excellent. That's going to be really good for that program. Yeah, it's supposed to be done by October of um, not this year, but next year. Yeah, I want to see. Okay. I need to see renderings of this. Are they going to move into it mid-season or wait until 2022 to I'd to say mid-season. There? Mid-season. Hopefully mid-season, yeah. Just That'd be pretty awesome. Field, just like open open it on like October 12th. <laughs> just like man, screw this. this We're uh, opening now. This uh, UAB rendering I'm looking at on SB Nation, this, thing, this stadium looks gorgeous. It's supposed to be nice, man. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it really the is. seats are, you know, that green color that I've grown to despise. And, uh, <laughs> but really, I like it, how that's the first compliment of the stadium is the color of the seats. No, it really, it, it does look spectacular. It's kind of like how Tulane went to their own stadium. This will be a really cool thing for UAB. Yeah, speaking of Tulane, uh, they're in the American Athletic, and we haven't mentioned them yet. Yeah, they're they're down in tier four. Suck it, Tulane. So the the CUSA schools there. Or wait, should I? I guess I should define it first. That's what I've been trying to do. Um, they have moderate challenges with finances, facilities, and and program support. Um, you have to have a unique approach in recruiting to compete with upper tier teams in their leagues. Uh, bowl eligibility is a realistic goal most seasons, with some ten win seasons from time to time. But they don't have much sustained history of success and yeah i i mean so the cusa schools on here are let's see charlotte florida international middle tennessee old dominion uab and western kentucky you see to me i almost swap north texas and western kentucky from three to four with i'm and maybe that's recency bias but i feel like western kentucky has had more success in recent years than north texas really has Sometimes at the expense of tech. In fact, most often at the expense of tech. And that's why I remember it so well. <laughs> Indeed. So was uh was East Carolina in uh, tier three, or are they in tier four? They're in East three. East Carolina is in three, but it it specifically okay. mentions. He says, "I nearly dropped East Carolina to tier four because of the program's recent downturn, but they still yeah. appeal to, or they still appeal because of the fan base, facilities, and recruiting location." So. Okay. Um, huh. Not sure I agree with the recruiting location. It's just like Eastern North Carolina. There's not much out there, honestly. But um, anyway, yeah. So the the I I feel like most of these, except I could buy the argument that UAB should be tier three, and especially once that new stadium's done, I don't think there's any way um, they wouldn't be. But you also have the shutdown, which was again pretty recently in terms of like a long term the success of a program. So maybe if you're if you're a coach looking at a destination, you're like, well, I don't know if the institutional support is there. So I don't know. Maybe tier four makes sense. But but also speaking of Alabama schools, uh, Troy is also in that tier four. And 
In the closest to moving up section in the CSBN article, they list Troy and Tulane as the closest of those T4 schools to moving up to Tier 3. So they see Troy yeah. as a bigger contender than UAB. In the well, Troy did beat LSU that one time, and I laughed. So I, I, I'm poor. I'm <laughs> they poor also less. specifically say to keep an eye on the Charlotte job, which I agree that Charlotte has not done enough yet to be a higher tier, but... Or remember the fact that they're in the conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we regularly forget that they exist. So, you know, but but definitely the job that uh, Will Healy's done there so far is, you know, something to keep an eye on, especially with there not being another college football program in that area. I mean, the closest one would be South Carolina, which I don't know that they're really competing for the same recruits, you know? Right. Good point. Anything else you want to add to that, John? I mean, I don't know if y'all agree, but I might even consider bumping up Old Dominion, maybe to Tier 3. I mean, I know they haven't done anything um, on the field, per se, but, I mean, they've got the money there, and they've got the you know facilities, so you might could bump ODU up to Tier 3 eventually. Yeah, I mean, that does struggle with that moderate challenges to finances part of that Tier 4 definition. But, I mean, it's hard to say they're in the same class as the other schools in Tier 3. Yeah, as App State. I mean, App State might even be able to be Tier 2, honestly. I mean, their success on the field anyway is Tier 2 worthy, I would say. You know, more more so than the other schools in their Mm -hmm. own conference that are listed there, so... And Troy, yeah, I would say Troy should maybe be tier three, but those are really the only gripes I had. Armies down in tier four, they're they're also independent, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bowling Green is too, which they feel a little high based on what we saw <laughs> this past football yeah, season. They were they were pretty bad. Yeah, that I forgot about that. Also, the next tech opponent, UNLV. Where were the uh, Raging Cajuns? Were they tier three? I think they were three. Yeah, they were in they tier were three. three, which. We try to gloss over that. I mean, as as hard as it is to admit, like they did just have 11 wins last season and they do go to bowl games pretty regularly. So according to this, Uh, according to these criteria, which we can agree with or disagree with now in terms of getting their ass whooped by a certain other tier three school, I mean, (laughs) they'd be down in like tier 17 at that rate. But and the the program does call them by the wrong name. So I understand why you didn't hear it the first time because it's. (laughs) It just calls on the entire state and not on a specific yeah. football program. Well, yeah, the whole state of Louisiana is definitely, you know, a higher a higher tier than three. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> averaging it out, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, so that leaves one final tier, and that's tier five. Tier five is listed as... Shit. I have it on the, <laughs> the thingy. Oh. They have significant challenges with infrastructure, support, and facilities, and or location. Uh, They're restricted in recruiting and fan base. A place where bull eligibility is always celebrated. Limited history of on-field success and little to no history of winning. (laughs) So of that, the schools in CUSA are Rice, UTEP, and UTSA. Shout out CUSA Uh, West here. (laughs) Bring it it home. (laughs) Then also... We have Akron, yeah. just because we've talked about oh, them a few times. God. We have uh, 2012 loss, San Jose State, Oof. and we have UMass. Well, U- U- UMass is yeah. embarrassing. I mean, UMass should be <laughs> in tier, tier six. six. Yeah, UMass and Akron could probably make up <laughs> tier six here, if, if we're being honest. Yeah, Akron is also absolutely abhorrent <laughs> as a municipality and a football team. And uh, U- UTEP, I feel like UTEP has always been bad. They've I can't had a think couple of good time. years, but it's been, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, they haven't beaten Tech since like 1941, so. That was the year my grandfather was born. Good Lord. I had to call up <laughs> Grandpa Jim. You're never going to believe this. Um, 
And then as far as uh, Rice, Rice won the conference, what, five, six years ago? Am I am I a little off on that? 2013, I think. Yeah, so mm-hmm. about seven. Yeah, yeah, they, I mean, so it's not like they've been at the bottom of the basement. I mean, that one of my favorite games from last year was the Rice Tech oh, game. God. That's one of my favorite games. Do you like hating your yeah. heart? <laughs> well, I like, well, the ending was really cool. JMR finally did something significant, <laughs> so I enjoyed it. Oh, man. We got to we gotta get the outsider's perspective perspective here on JMR. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh man, I I don't know. Do you think I mean, do you think that LaTeX would have beaten UAB if Jamar had started this past season? And Hardy was there too? If yeah, if the players had yeah. not been suspended, would UAB would LaTeX have beaten UAB if the suspended players had not been there? Yes, and they would have beat Marshall as well. Oh, I mean, I, God, I just it hurts. I mean, it's so nice to hear, but it hurts. I, I, I mean, I'm just speaking the truth. I mean, there's no way. I mean, Tech loses to UAB with Jamar. I mean, I I just don't see it. I Other mean, than the previous two times uh, they did that, but yeah. yeah. I mean, considering how the game turned out without him, it's hard to say this player doesn't make a was it three or four point difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Well, instead of making us cry anymore, uh, moving on. <laughs> I mean, that's the end of the tier list. So, I mean, we can we... just keep crying uh, <laughs> pretty much. So what are yeah. you, you guys thoughts on Aaron Allen? I mean, do you think he'll be able well, to, I don't think it'll be Aaron Allen. Yeah. Ooh. We, we, we got a transfer um, from a, ter- a terrible trans, a yeah. terrible, we got a transfer from Abilene Christian, who was a two year captain and two year starter sport. who Matt thinks is terrible. <laughs> apparently for a, ter- for a terrible <laughs> program. That's like me being the first Bro, Cody Sokol's third string for Iowa. <laughs> So what? That's like me being first string at Cracker Barrel and then trying to be first string at a better restaurant. Hey, Cracker Barrel has alcohol now, so I saw Shit. that. Yeah, saw that, that changes the game. <laughs> anyway, I I think Aaron Allen has far more upside. He's been in the program longer. He has tremendous athletic ability. He uh, has experience playing for this football team, and I don't buy someone coming from a fourth rate program is going to be able to come in and lead this team successfully. Hey man, they it. came in sixth in the Southland conference last year. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But his, his junior year, he threw for 3000 yards at the 65% completion rate, 23 touchdowns and nine interceptions leading okay, the team to well, their first winning season in four years. Well, that, well, what, what do you want me to say? That uh, I think Aaron Allen is great. Super talented, incredibly athletic. I envision him as the future at the quarterback position for a long Yeah, time. I mean, I don't disagree. I just think not this year, though. You know, I, I think he'll be the future <laughs> next year. You f- <laughs> Well, I feel like we've talked a lot, and I uh, need John to maybe, I don't know, maybe we could talk about where to. I'm not sure how old you are. Uh, I mean, I'm 28. Are you close to our age? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm 28. Nice. Okay, so we're all the same. We're all the same age. Well, Nathan's younger than us because he's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm a, he's a couple years younger. Evan's a year older. Yeah, um, but anyway, so you've been a fan pretty much all your life of UAB? Y- yes, sir. When it came out that the football team was being discontinued, I would ask you if you thought that there was good grounding for that to happen. But how do you go from the, the disparity of having no football team to then having a football team and then having such a successful after having no football team at all? I mean, how do you how do you go from riding that really low tide to surfing on the highest wave? There's, I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, you know, a lot of UAB fans will say, oh, well, we told y'all we were gonna you know do all this i mean honestly we were just happy to or i was just happy to have a football team to cheer for again and to go to games again and 
I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's really, I, I can't explain it. It's just so awesome to, you know, get that conference championship and go to, you know, oh, yeah, three yeah, straight yeah. bowl games. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to rub it in, but. I know, uh, I know. And hey. I mean, it's, and, it's surreal, man. Right. And I was just going to say, that must have been, I think it goes without saying, but I want you to say because I want you to feel pain. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all good. Right. it's all it, it's all in jet it's all in jet. no yeah whenever you i mean if any I, if if tomorrow for some strange reason it came out that latek was discontinuing their football team i would be devastated yeah. I, I i know for a fact evan would be oh, yeah. to a lesser extent but i know that <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't think that's fair but <laughs> <laughs> we would be devastated collectively because football for me is my number one sport and right. to not only have your favorite sport ripped away from you but to have the team graduated from their school from have rooted for all these years i mean whenever it came out that uab was discontinuing the program i mean was there a general consensus were there some people who were like yeah i guess that that seems right surely not no um from uab fans no i mean most everybody that i knew you know was upset and we were all fighting to get the program back but i will tell you you know going to ua during all that even kind of fueled a not a hatred for UA, but I just, I mean, I just, I despised it. I mean, like how, for those that don't know that are listening, um, UAB and University of Alabama shared the same board of trustees, um, along with University of Alabama and Huntsville. They all shared the same board of trustees that, you know, go over finances and athletic departments, et cetera, et cetera. So how can you tell me that the number one employer in the state of Alabama with, you know, UAB Hospital, of course, doesn't have money to go into the football program? I mean, how, how can you say that there's no money there? You have donors that were told that, that they weren't allowed to donate just to football. They were told oh, to wow. donate to the athletic department. So, I mean, it's, it was crazy. And I mean, I've let go of my hate towards UA. I mean, obviously I got, you know, my history degree from there. So, hell yeah. Um, yeah, baby, hey, history degree. Hey, yeah. hell yeah. Hey, hell, yeah. We got, hell yeah. yeah. Shut up, I Nathan. Go, I want to hide in a corner. <laughs> go, go make your money, Nathan. Get out of here. Go <laughs> make your filthy whore capital money. There you go. While we're over here analyzing current world events and pairing them past transgressions to put them in context historically exactly. yeah exactly. anybody can do that <laughs> fuck you <laughs> according to my facebook everyone does think they can do that and it's really sad oh no uh, that's anyway. neither that's yeah. neither here nor there so that insight about the you know the board of trustees and finances i mean uh how long was the the program was only gone for a year wasn't it it, it was, was two weird. years it, well i mean we didn't play for 15 and 16 and started back in 17 so it was down for two years um, but during that but, time, like you have no football team to root for, really, do you? I mean, you surely you don't just start saying, eh, "Well, you know, UA still." Oh no! I mean, but I just yeah. I've always loved college football, man. So I would, you know, just watch any college football I saw. So I mean, it's hard. Time. Right? Yeah. Were, were you <laughs> but, at the uh, basketball tournament when the Tech Hoop Troop did the infamous chant that made UAB fans hate us? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was, was your in the moment reaction to that to that chant? And reminder that I was part of the band that did that chant. Oh, well, we can't be friends here because I. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would have been. I would have been livid if somebody like. Yeah. No. If, oh, if the, that was the, if the tables were turned, right? But you know, looking looking back on it, do you understand that it was? 
you know, a, an opportune mo- or what, what are your thoughts on it now? Looking back now that you looking beat us back, in football just, three times in a row or whatever. <laughs> I mean, kids will be kids. So, I mean, I looking back, I'm like, I mean, they were just poking fun. I mean, you guys are just poking fun. So, I mean, no, yeah, hard I don't know, man. It seemed pretty vitriolic at the time. <laughs> every, every year it's UAB like, beats us in football. I still see it brought up. So yeah, yeah they, they do bring it was, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See the thing the thing you got to know about Hoop Troop is that we just kind of made stuff up on the fly and I wasn't there at the time but when I was a senior I was the uh the person who led our chanting and so that's like the greatest chant I've ever heard of in all sports of all time like cuz it's not racist it's not sexist there's a lot of them too Yeah you're not like attacking yeah. a person for their appearance or something but you're sure. like getting right into their hearts and people are still mad about it 5 years later and you have mm. football that's again good. That is that's a great – see, that's that's my opinion anyway. But, I, I, you know, if it were me as a, as a UAB fan, grew up in Birmingham, uh, cheering for the I team, never, yeah. oh, I'd still be mad about it, yeah. And I'd still be yeah, making fun be of the, the team that we beat. So I, I understand both sides of it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say here. And um, with that, we had a whole podcast dedicated to what I think some of us consider, or I guess we all consider to be probably the most exciting game La Tech football's recent history, or maybe ever, against Texas A&M, where we ended up losing by two to Johnny Manziel. The most exciting game in recent La Tech sports was when we beat Iona in the NIT on a practical buzzer beater. Is there any particular game, not just since you got football back, it could be any sport, that sticks out where it was like, wow, that was probably like the most exciting or the most incredible game, like win we've had? Well, not to rub it in again, but the Conference USA Championship <laughs> game was, I mean, seriously, I mean, I was with my dad and it was a great, you know, I mean, sure, like, I'll never, never forget it, man. I mean, I'll tell you like want to talk about the Jonathan Barnes blocked field goal uh, over Tech when he said not to rub it in. <laughs> well, I think there were well, more than 11 guys on the field, so I'm not going to say anything. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey we've got that. We've got that on tape. <laughs> we got it on tape, guys. I wrote a whole article about that and UAB fans just tweeted guys. at me and said, yeah. All right. All right. Bye guys. This was, this was fun. Um, this is yeah. all sting operation just to get that. <laughs> we got anyway. So, what I was gonna say, well, that's like a, <laughs> that game where you win the CUSA title. I mean, that really is like a Phoenix rising from the ashes, which I, the more I talk about it, the more I realize we don't have a Kisa title. So, let's just... <laughs> so I wanted, I wanted to ask you, you followed UAB football for a long time. And obviously we've only been conference mates for what, eight years, six years, seven years, somewhere in there. What has your perspective on tech been like did you even think about us before we were in the same conference or like what you know you've you've paid closer attention to g5 football than most so what do you think about tech's place in all of this i guess that's a broad question take it as you will like within conference usa or within just like what what was your perspective like before we did that chant and made you hate us for a little bit (laughs) what did you think about tech like as a program i guess or did you at all? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was excited when they announced Tech was coming into Conference USA for sure. I mean, I definitely, you know, remember the whack days and I mean, just, you know, watching Louisiana Tech be competitive in, in football for sure. And um, I mean, even going back, I mean, you know, Louisiana Tech, they've beaten Alabama in football. They've beaten Hell Alabama. yeah. Goddamn. Goddamn. Right. <laughs> this know? guy knows. So, <laughs> yeah. So I definitely know about Louisiana Tech. And um, I mean, I know we said early on we're not going to get into realignment talk, and I don't want to get into that. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, I think I think Tech fits well in Conference USA right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I, and I, I agree. I mean, they until they start winning five, six CUSA titles in a row, please God. Well, uh, until we can <laughs> until we can fill up our twenty eight and a half thousand seat stadium, I mean, we're not going up anywhere. But well, the hill was better, damn it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and obviously this year we're not filling up yeah. anything. Yeah, for sure. And but, no. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, no one here likes LSU. That's pretty obvious. But Tech has played LSU now. Uh, I think twice in 10 years. And the game in 2009 was fairly competitive. I think Tech only lost by eight uh, yep. in that game. Played them, uh, I think it was two seasons ago. We still lost. I don't remember how tremendously we lost by it, but at one point it was a three-point game. Yeah, it was, it was close Later in the game. So I guess what I'm getting to is I don't know if UAB and Alabama have ever played. I've never played paid close attention. Uh, have they played uh, since you've uh, – have they ever played? No, not in football. They've only wow. played in bat in basketball once, and that was because both teams met in the NIT. So other than that, wow. they have not played. Yeah, that, I mean that doesn't surprise me considering how hard Tuscaloosa sure. tries to keep a team out of Birmingham. Yep. Well, uh, well, there's that. Um, who, who why, the, why dignify them with a response? Who, uh, who ended up winning that basketball? Uh, UAB did fifty-eight to fifty-six. Well, there you hey, go. Um, that's good. Yeah. So got the score memorized and everything. So, yeah. so you're one and zero all time against Alabama, basically. If Tech has beaten Alabama at football, as you know, if UAB and Alabama ever play, I mean, I feel like we all know who would win. But if some bizarre oh. circumstance, <laughs> if uh, some bizarre circumstance, uh, UAB were to beat Alabama in football, would that usurp that Conference USA title? Yes, yes. <laughs> Just very, very pleasant. Yes. yes. <laughs> For sure, man. I mean, yeah, that would be awesome. But, I mean, I doubt they ever play. Yeah, and that's too bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what What do you think about this? I mean, do you think of it as a rivalry? Do you think of it as just, you know, some, some heat from the chant or what? What are your thoughts on all this? No, I definitely think it's a rivalry. I mean, I mean, you guys and Southern Miss are, I mean, that's UAB's rivals right there. I mean, because beyond even beyond football, you've got the brawl at the basketball game a couple seasons ago. I was at that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really a hate triangle and opposed to a love triangle. <laughs> yeah. Every school hates each other. Yeah. But that, but yeah. that's that's part of what makes college football so great. Yeah. Uh, you have these intense rivalries. Like I think a lot of us, uh, us at La Tech. I mean, we make fun of. Well, actually, I I legitimately do not like ULL at all. Oh, dude, nobody does. Uh, <laughs> uh, nobody on this podcast, like, anyway. Yeah, I don't think I they even do. It's a denial. <laughs> but the rivalry with UAB, I feel like UAB fan. Not just saying, not saying you, John, but a lot of UAB probably do legitimately hate Louisiana Tech. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that's fair. So all because of the chant, right? Like that's the whole reason, basically. Yep, that's I'm, part where of the reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Good job, Hoop Troop. This is brilliant. <laughs> well, is it is it brilliant? Because we've lost three years in a row. Hey. So is it brilliant? I mean, <laughs> do, but do you think? I mean, obviously, you're not on the team or in the room with the team, but you don't think they like actually use that as a motivational tool? Like, I bet you they did. The I bet you they did. I doubt it. Yeah. I bet you that. I bet you did. Maybe the first year, but I mean. I don't oh, know, man. Something like that. Something like that. I feel like that. That's yeah, something I, you used to get the guys. Those going. band nerds made fun of you. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that seems like we think we're a little more important than we are. Yeah, I think the fans, though, remember that. The fans definitely. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say that at least we can all unite in our dislike of USM because I for sure uh, for a while that was kind of like, oh, my God, we can't get past USM. And then this past season was glorious. Mm. And I'm hoping, I'm sincerely hoping that if there is a football season, I can have a same feeling when we crush UAB this year. (laughs) 
And let's I hope. leave it on that note. Um, <laughs> moving forward, to the, not not letting John respond to that. Just <laughs> yeah, there you go. Saying that's true. Uh, usually, we let the guest pick the tweet of the week each week, but understandably, this probably wasn't the best week for funny Kusa Twitter because there were a lot more important things going on. Um, so we're going to get this week's tweet of the week to uh, at LaTeX Report, who talked about uh, CBS Sunday Morning gave Joe IA a shout out on their Orphan Train feature, which kind of references our post that was posted this past week on Louisiana Tech football history and Joe IA in particular, the uh, the former coach, and talked about his his history on the Orphan Train. And yeah, if if you haven't read that piece, it's it's pretty crazy. Like think of last Riveting. week's episode with Nathan. I mean, maybe not quite that crazy, but Joe I was he was sent on a train as a baby to be adopted. So that that's pretty pretty crazy. It's a pretty it's a riveting story. Yes. So that gets our tweet of the week, at least for this week, and we'll see what happens next week. I guess at, maybe we'll hit you back up at some point, John, and say, <laughs> "Hey, do you want to pick this week's tweet of the week?" Since we gave you a more than likely, it'll be after Tech beats UAB. Yes, actually. <laughs> Well, no comment. Five or, five or six years down the road, we'll yeah. finally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could hear the sadness in his voice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we wrap it up, anything you want to plug or, or give a shout out to John? Uh, I mean, if you guys like um, G5 football, definitely give us a follow on Twitter at the G5 Beat, and um, we might be having some episodes uh, next month when we start previewing the 2020 season if that happens. So you know, definitely give us a follow and check us out. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you you said there's a lot of G5 podcasts out there earlier. I don't know that that's true. There's a lot of like specific team podcasts, but you know, I was kind of looking because I, I like to listen to the solid verbal, but they're very, very P5 heavy. And whenever they talk about G5 stuff, they have no clue what they're talking about. And it's really annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shot. You know, like, like they, they basically just read the headlines and are like, Oh, North Texas is good again. All right. Let's only talk about North Texas in our CUSA four minute preview that we give at the end of an episode. And it's just like, ah, come on, man. Like anyway. So I think what you guys do is really great um, because it, it lets me kind of pay closer attention to G5 than just like looking at box scores and stuff on ESPN uh, while we're preparing for our show and writing posts and stuff. So, um, so yeah, keep, keep up the good work over there. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. That means a lot. Yeah, no problem. And thank you for joining us on what is arguably the greatest Louisiana Tech podcast there is in existence. Yeah, I mean... It's a competition of, I think, two. Yeah, <laughs> the other one's also pretty good and well, much better produced. Well, be, well, that's that's a technically a radio show that they record and okay. put out as a podcast after the fact. So, as far as like straight to podcast media here, we are the best. There's no we, you we guys are, are the best. The best. <laughs> we are the Cracker Barrel with alcohol podcast. <laughs> we have the five or six iTunes reviews to prove it. <laughs> So before I say everything that I just said, and we'll later edit out <laughs> next week. So our, our 46th episode ever, apparently, which it doesn't feel like it's been that long since we started this show, but at the same time, it kind of does. We'll be doing another game recap rewatch show this time, instead of the Texas A&M game and doing that all over again, which would be, yeah, let's uh... just watch that game again, then listen to our <laughs> podcast and then recap our podcast and the game at the same time. It's really, okay, look, that... it's a meta podcast concept i've come up with that here. episode edited Please down was an hour and 10 minutes yeah and we cut there was a lot cut out of that and oh we still had God, to keep that, ourselves from talking we could do another that, show about that, that if we wanted to that episode was a disaster in the best way <laughs>
this one will be a lot more happy. Yes, to say what it is, because I don't think I actually got to that point of it yet. We will be re-watching the basketball game against Iona in the NIT tournament a few years back that uh, Speedy Smith, Michael Kaiser, and Raheem Appleby were a part of. My boy Keon McNeil. Oh, I I cannot wait to watch this game in full. Oh, man. We'll link it out again on YouTube. We'll love to get your responses either on Twitter or on our voicemail or wherever, talking about how what your reactions were to that game and maybe thinking back about it, what you remember what surprised you looking at it again if you happen to rewatch it with us or or whatever other comments you have about it and again that will be posted both on twitter and in the show notes of this show of where to rewatch that video on youtube because we're not paying for that again what do you 2020 we don't pay for things we do not But yeah, so now I get to say the part where, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E or head to our blog where we have part two up finally of the Louisiana Tech History post, this time focusing on Joe A, like we talked about a second ago. That's at gtpdd.dog. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And go Tech. Please don't die. Please don't die. Woo! extremely quick tangent i was watching the godfather uh i think it was last week i was watching the godfather and there's a scene where vito corleone goes to the to the fruit like the market and picks up oranges and then the assassins come and shoot him and i thought it would be really funny to put the la tech logo over vito's face and the assassins shoot him (laughs) as he's holding the oranges (laughs) (laughs) oh no i was like where are you going for that entire thing yeah (laughs) yeah i had I that started, was a wild ride. Yeah, I started laughing hysterically, and Julie's like, "What's funny? This man is being shot to death."